as God intended. Let's go. and welcome healers to Looking for Healing Radio, where pharmaceuticals are not medicine, but love always is. I'm your host, Dr. Brian Artis, and thank you so much for listening. Remember to tell all your freedom friends they can join us live on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network and via recorded podcast at americaoutloud.com. Also on the iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Pandora networks, just download the America Out Loud phone app for Apple, Android, or Alexa, whatever you need to listen at your leisure. Looking for Healing Radio is sponsored by globalhealing.com. Simply the finest, most potent, most effective natural medicines in the world today. Feel the difference, integrity, and love for medicine making can make for you. Go to globalhealing.com and enter promo code OUTLOUD to discover the medicine God intended for us all. Get incredible deals and find Global Healing and all of the wonderful AOL sponsors at americaoutloud.com. All right, so uh, there's one product called Form Protein Cleanse that Global Healing makes, and I'm going to make that the reference for you. Go to globalhealing.com or the doctorartistshow.com and purchase Form Protein Cleanse and use the promo code out loud at globalhealing.com. All right, so the reason for the Form Protein Cleanse reference is today we're going to be discussing how to cure, reverse, and heal from arteriosclerosis which is defined as a disease in which the arteries and blood vessels and capillaries, little blood vessels in your body and in your skin, every blood vessel in the body will start to harden, calcify. And this actually, there's another term called atherosclerosis, which is a term referencing placking building up inside the blood vessels. So plaque will build up inside the walls of the blood vessels. Blood will get stuck in parts of the blood vessel and then will form a clot. So those blockages with the plaque, it's called atherosclerosis, is called an arteriosclerotic disease. So the CDC has announced that February's of every year is going to be arteriosclerosis and heart disease month. So I'm going to make you aware here at Looking for Healing Radio what it is you should know about arteriosclerosis. So... I'm going to take you through a whole bunch of information here and then what it is we know about arteriosclerosis and how to reverse it naturally. Because there's some drugs, lots of drugs they give for arteriosclerosis diseases, none of which are free of side effects and causing worsening outcomes. All right, so let's get right into it. We're going to talk about arteriosclerosis. All right, first thing you need to know, there was actually a, a research paper published in what's the year here the year is in 2020 so the year of the pandemic starting called COVID. all right so in the journal called american journal of preventative cardiology so this entire medical journal is all about how to prevent heart disease which the medical profession has not figured out how to do yet whatsoever and have 100 percent failed for over a hundred years that the American Heart Association has been around. All right. So in this article, they have an article titled online lipid treatment. Lipid means fat. Lipid treatment like cholesterol and goal attainment characteristics among persons with atherosclerosis, cardiovascular disease in the United States. So it's only looking at the U.S. 
These are some of the highlights of that article. The prevalence of atherosclerotic cardiovascular diseases amongst adults in the U.S. totals 18.3 million adults. That's 8% of all of America <laughs> and their adults have atherosclerotic heart disease. Now, this is really good numbers, by the way. If you got 10% of the entire population of adults in America that struggle with this, you know, what is it? 70% of all of them are working full-time. They're making money. And those individuals now have money and insurance that they can pay medical doctors to give them drugs for the 10% of them that all struggle with hardening of their arteries. It's a phenomenal racket. All right. The next highlighted statistic about atherosclerosis, in case you don't think this affects you, 690,524 adults had an acute coronary syndrome event, heart attack or stroke. And over 6 million, they say, are at a very high risk. 75% of all atherosclerotic disease patients have low-density lipid protein cholesterol levels. I'm sorry. They all have what's called low-density lipoprotein cholesterol, LDL cholesterol, levels that are greater than 70 milligrams, including 67% of them that are at very high risk. So they're telling you there's a correlation between cholesterol being too high and 75% of all people that have this disease. It's interesting, though, if a quarter of them have that disease but don't have high cholesterol, what are you going to blame that on? That's one out of every four. <laughs> all right, Americans and human beings. All right, now they also write that less than 50% of people with LDL cholesterol that is greater or equal to 70 are on statins. That's half of all of them. Only 9.2% are on a high-intensity statin. Only 24.4% of ASVD patients, this is the atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease patients, with LDLs above 100 receive statins. Okay, that's so what we just talked about, the quarter. Okay. Now, if you go to the American Heart Association's website, they have a an article on there right now as they're celebrating over 100 years of failure in reversing heart disease. What is atherosclerosis is the title of this article. Atherosclerosis is defined as plaque buildup in your arteries. It's called atherosclerosis. These deposits are made up of cholesterol, fatty substances, cellular waste products, calcium, and fibrin, and clotting material in the blood. Atherosclerosis is a type of arteriosclerosis. Arteriosclerosis means hardening of the arteries. This is from the directly off the American Heart Association's website. As plaque builds up, the wall of the blood vessel thickens. This narrows the channel within the artery, reducing blood flow that lessens the amount of oxygen and other nutrients from reaching the body. Where plaque develops, as I continue in the American Heart Association article, where plaque develops and the type of artery affected varies with each person. Plaque may partially or totally block blood flow through large or medium-sized arteries in the heart, brain, pelvis, legs, arms, or kidneys. This can lead to conditions such as coronary heart disease, plaque in the arteries, or which is what that is, plaque in your arteries leading to the heart. Angina is another symptom of plaque being formed. Angina is chest pain from reduced blood flow to the heart. Carotid artery disease is plaque in the neck arteries supplying blood to the brain. Carotid arteries are those big ones in your neck that can get hardened, calcify, and develop plaque. Peripheral artery disease. Peripheral means 
not the trunk of the body, all of your legs and arms. So anything away from the body. So peripheral artery disease, plaque in the arteries of your extremities, especially the legs, like a deep vein thrombosis. Chronic kidney disease is another symptom of plaque developing called atherosclerosis. All right, so a normal artery has the inside of the tube. Looks like, picture a, a, a water hose. The inside of the hose has a layer. It's called intima. The entire thick wall of the hose, the plastic part, is called media in the blood vessels. That's the muscle of the blood vessels. Adventitia is the exterior, more solid part of the blood vessels, exterior. So if you have like an insulation around a, a hose, that's what the adventia is. In between the intima and the muscle, you will have plaquing start to be built. It's called a fatty streak, they call it, inside the blood vessel. As it continues to thicken, it will actually develop a fat outer core and a thin fibrous outer shell. That shell will eventually break, and it's called a plaque rupture. So the plaque rupture will occur, and then where that broke off is where blood cells will start to stick. And they call this thrombosis, is a blood clot, is the clotting of blood which begins at the site at which the plaque ruptures. So that's called a thrombosis, where the blood clot forming where that plaque ruptured. As the blood clot gets larger, the amount of blood flowing by it decreases. If the blood clot enlarges to completely block the artery, all tissues that that artery takes blood to begin to die. That is called an occlusion. All right, now, looking for healing radio audiences, what's the number one thing they prescribe to patients around the world for Athero and arteriosclerosis. This is arteriosclerosis month. Might as well educate you on what they're going to tell you. If you have arteriosclerosis, they are going to put you on a statin drug. Statins include lisinop sorry, Lipitor, uh, Plavix, you name it, those kind of drugs. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to review with all of you in the audiences what are the known published side effects when you start taking a statin drug for cholesterol that your medical doctor is going to tell you you need to take because you have arterial sclerosis or you have plaque building up in your arteries they call atherosclerosis all right the most commonly reported side effects of cholesterol drugs are this so if you have arterial sclerosis and your medical doctor says we need to put you on a statin drug this is what's going to happen to you because of the drug now remember they're trying to prevent blood clots and you dying from a heart attack and stroke but they're giving you a drug that's going to do all of this instead it's going to cause headaches like migraines is the very first most common reported symptom. It also causes belching or excessive gas. It causes constipation, which is horrible because constipation is the number one cause for colon cancer. So statin drugs cause constipation. That's a very common side effect. Individuals who start taking a, stat a statin drug, and I know many of these people, they will develop a creaky or croaky voice or hoarseness. That hoarseness will persist the whole time they're on the drug. So all of a sudden, their voice is all cracky. They can't sing anymore. They can't be in a choir. They can't be a radio personality anymore. Or as effective as they were. I have met many, many people who had this condition. And I told them, look, how long have you been on your cholesterol drug? Just stop the drug immediately. And then all their croaky voice hoarseness all disappeared in about two weeks. And they never even knew that was a side effect of the drug. All right. 
All right. Most another com- the rest of the most common listed side effects of statin drugs include difficulty sleeping. So if your doctor tells you to take cholesterol, just know the most common side effects also include insomnia. And how many people on this earth are taking medications to sleep all night? Drugs like Lunesta and others, Abilify. And uh, what about uh, people on on sleep apnea machines? I mean, half of the country is on cholesterol drugs. Half the country probably has insomnia is on uh, sleep uh, CPAP machines or uh, sleep apnea machines. Did you know those are side effects of the cholesterol drug you're on? All right. Did you know that cholesterol drugs also cause heartburn, indigestion, nausea, and stomach discomfort? Did you know statin drugs also cause low back pain or side pain, tenderness around the eyes or cheekbones? Did you know that uh, once you start taking your statin drugs, you'll also develop nasal congestion or stuffiness or a runny nose? I can't imagine anybody who doesn't want snot dripping out of their nose and actually have a stuffy head called rhinitis, sinusitis, uh, or sinus infections. That's a side effect of cholesterol drugs, a very common, that's listed as the most common side effects. Slight muscle pain and sweating. Other side effects include liver damage, they write. All right, so here's some statin warning signs that are continued on drugs.com. Examples of symptoms that might prompt you to see a doctor after starting cholesterol statin drugs include, number one, there's four of these. If if you know anybody that's struggling with these issues after starting a statin drug, all they have to do is stop the drug right now. They don't have to talk to their doctor. Just stop it. No one needs to ever titrate off of a, a, a cholesterol drug. You just come off of it immediately. Could you imagine if you found out that your spouse was putting small amounts of arsenic in your and your water every night at dinner, and you start developing palpitations, chronic fatigue, uh, chest pain. And then could you imagine me looking at you and going, I just found out my, my spouse is poisoning me with arsenic and it's making me feel like I'm dying. Could you imagine if I looked at you and said, well, you should probably tell your spouse to simply reduce the amount of arsenic every day until we titrate you off of it slowly. No, you stop the arsenic right now. <laughs> You're going to stop cholesterol drugs right now. You're not going to wait. All right. So here are the symptoms that require you, they say, to see your doctor right away. Now, what that means to me is you better stop this drug. All right. So statin drugs. These are the four things they mention. You need to run and go see your medical doctor and tell them that your cholesterol drug is causing this. Number one, excessive thirst or having to urinate frequently. Do you know what that's a symptom of? Type 2 diabetes. Actually, any diabetes. All right, so you're about to learn here in a second. Did you know that statin drugs actually cause type 2 diabetes in patients? Holy crap. I just learned that today. All right, another example of, so diabetes is one serious warning sign, which will include excessive thirst and urination frequently. The next symptom you can develop from statin drugs is severe confusion or memory impairment. Oh, well, how many people are on cholesterol drugs now? And, sorry, that was some kind of weird hiccup. How many people do you know are on cholesterol drugs and now have dementia or memory issues or brain fog? The actual term is severe confusion. Like, where am I? Uh, who are you? Uh, I'm your husband. Memory impairment, not being able to remember names and faces and numbers. Uh, the third symptom, and not symptom, but poisoning symptoms of cholesterol drugs is an unexplained, significant joint or muscle pain, tenderness, or weakness. This was the number one thing I asked every patient that came into my office as a chiropractor for 20 years. Uh, 
when they would tell me that they have severe body pain, I'd ask them, well, when did you start your cholesterol drug? And I would look in their form. They would tell me, and it was always six months prior to their back pain, muscle pain, anywhere in their body. Any muscle or joint in your body hurts and you're on cholesterol drugs, the cholesterol drugs cause it. Just stop the drug. Within two weeks, all your pain will disappear. And you can stop all your appointments to your chiropractor, acupuncturist, wherever. And you can go spend your money somewhere else. All right, statin drugs. The fourth thing they tell you to go see your doctor for immediately, unusual fatigue or weakness, loss of appetite, pain in your upper abdomen, dark colored urine, or yellowing of your skin or eyes. That is liver failure, people. All right, so these are just some of the symptoms correlated to statin drugs. Now, on the opposite side of the commercial break, I'm going to get further into statin drugs and what they tell you these drugs do, because I'm going to give you in the third episode all the natural remedies. But all of you, I know all of you listening, have loved ones and people you know that are on statin drugs for cholesterol. You should make sure they have this info. All right, remember, you can listen and learn from me, Dr. Artis, Nicola Burnett, Dr. H, and Dr. Janice Schmidt every Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, and go to your show page on americaoutloud.com to submit a health question we can all answer on Friday. On Looking for Healing Radio, we're always here for you. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages with more Looking for Healing Radio. The buildup of spike proteins is dangerous to your health. Global Healing's foreign protein cleanse detoxes your body, removing the spike proteins, allowing your body to repair from within. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. All right, healers, welcome back. Looking for Healing Radio is also sponsored by the Energetic Health Institute, an amazing school for amazing students just like you. The best way to be free is to be healthy. Learn how at www.energetichealthinstitute.org, holistic nutrition, fasting, detoxification, art of cellular healing, and so much more. Join the EHI family and let's make tomorrow amazing. Go to www.energetichealthinstitute.org. Also, go buy the ultimate cellular healing product developed by Dr. Henry Ely at globalhealing.com. It's a phenomenal Phenomenal product he put together. All right, we're going to continue with our atherosclerotic presentation, and we're going to get into what are the natural remedies. Right now, I'm educating you on what the number one used drug and prescribed drug for atherosclerosis is, and that is statin drugs for cholesterol. All right, so we just reviewed that statin drugs are actually absolutely published to cause diabetes, memory impairment, severe pain all over the body, 
and chronic fatigue and loss of appetite and liver failure. All right, now, the the continuation of this information at drugs.com about statin drugs, which 50% of all adults with atherosclerosis have and are being prescribed, I want to read these to you, and please pay attention. Statins and muscle pain. This is the section for professionals. I'm a professional in the realm of health. What they need to know about the about the drugs they're going to be prescribing to their patients. All right, first sentence. Statins do cause muscle pain. I mean, that's the very first words. All right, so statins do cause muscle pain. Although the reported prevalence, they say, is anywhere from 0.3 to 33% of all people that take statin drugs. Well, that's a third of all of them. Then they state that this variation may be due to different ways muscle pain is described, such as muscle weakness, cramps, or muscle pain, and the fact patients are usually told to watch out for muscle problems, which tends to lead to an overreporting of muscle complaints, commonly called the nocebo effect. Okay, this is pretty absurd. Do you really think anybody's taking that drug expecting they're going to have muscle pain? They're telling you that the people are having, the people that are reporting their muscle pain is because they believe they're having muscle pain. Do you know 100% of all people that came into my practice suffering with muscle pain had no idea the drug caused it until I showed them? Nocebo effect. If you want me to actually teach you what that means, you probably all heard about the placebo effect. The placebo effect is, I say to you, this is going to work, but you don't know anything about it, but because you like me or say something just right that you believe me in what I just told you. If I said to do to you, you know what? If you eat cardboard, it will lower cholesterol. And then you went and started eating cardboard and then your cholesterol went down, even though there's no proof that cardboard does that. That would be an example of a placebo effect. If if someone told you you only have six months to live, that's a negative belief effect. That's called nocebo. The nocebo effect is, I tell you you have three months to live, but I don't really know that because I'm a medical doctor and not God. But when I say that, if you believe me because I'm in a white coat, that means your body's going to immediately start shutting down and you will die within three months just because I said that and you believed me, which is one of the worst things on the planet. So that is what they're discussing here about the reports about muscle pain with statin drugs. They're suggesting the fact that so many people know statin drugs cause muscle pain and so many people say, watch out for muscle problems. They're saying that's the explanation for so many people saying they're having muscle pain. Well, I'm telling you, 100% of everybody I ever met in my practice, 16,000 patients, hundreds and hundreds of them on statin drugs, every single one of them that complained of muscle pain had no idea that their drug was causing it, had never heard that muscle problems come from statin drugs, and they still had muscle pain. All I did was take them off the drug, and that happened. Now, I'm going to use the arsenic example in this scenario also because the medical profession wants to do this. They want to dismiss that there's any real toxic, deadly effect of their drugs they created. So they dismiss everything as nocebo effect. Oh, you just heard that vaccines are dangerous. Therefore, you had an injury to the vaccine. No. Oh, you believed that vaccine was going to make your child autistic. Therefore, it happened. The vaccine really didn't do it. You believed it was going to happen to your kid, and now he is. That's what the medical doctors want you to believe because they never, ever, 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 disgustingly ever will place blame on the drugs they prescribed. Why? They're deathly afraid of you, that you're going to sue them. If they look at you and go, you know what? I did prescribe that to you, but I knew it was going to hurt you. No, they're not going to tell you that. So they're going to blame it on something else. No, there's no way that drug did that. So the MDs are scared to be sued when in fact all the drug companies should be sued because they're the ones lying to the medical doctors. 
Yeah, crazy. So I'm going to continue in this paragraph because they're blaming it on the nocebo effect. Oh, people just believe it's going to hurt them. So it is. No, but I'll tell you the very next statement reads, medical professionals estimate the true occurrence of muscle pain is about 1% of all people treated over a five-year period. Uh, that is not my experience whatsoever. All right. But that's the medical profession. Medical professionals will tell you. Yeah, it only happens. Well, okay, great. On very rare occasions, they write that statin drugs can create a life-threatening condition called rhabdomyolysis, which is the rapid breakdown of muscle tissue that leads to death. That is a side effect of cholesterol drugs. Did your doctor tell you that that was a side effect? Now, when we get to statins and memory loss, the link between statins and memory loss, they say, is controversial. Some large studies have shown no effect and have implied that statins pose no threat and may, in fact, prevent dementia, whereas other studies found an association between statin use and memory loss and confusion, prompting the FDA to order labeling changes on all statins. Okay, so science hasn't figured out that there's a connection between memory loss and statins, but the FDA makes the statin companies put label changes on their products to state that this drug causes memory loss. All right. Isn't that funny that the science doesn't say that, but the FDA is like, uh, yeah, y'all should avoid this. It causes memory loss. Well, for all of you that love your loved ones and elderly people, if they're struggling with dementia, why don't you ask them, are they on a cholesterol drug? And for how long? And then why don't you do something? Why don't you like tell them to stop the drug for a month and see if their memory starts to improve? And if it does, um, now you know. All right, the next claim on drugs.com about statin drugs is that statins cause new onset type 2 diabetes. Taking a statin, they say, may increase your blood sugar levels, which can lead to the development of type 2 diabetes. People who took a statin were more likely to develop diabetes than people who don't. Did y'all know that? People who take a statin drug are more likely to develop diabetes than people who don't. Pretty crazy. However, they say in most cases, experts, that would be medical doctors, still consider the benefits outweigh the risk. All right, so audience, I'm, I'm talking to you right now. If you were told that you had arteriosclerosis, hardening of your arteries, or atherosclerosis, plaque building up in your arteries, I want to ask you a question. What's going to happen if you don't do anything? Let's just say your medical doctor took the test, ran the test, did the Dopplers, and said to you, uh, you've got plaque building up in your arteries, and you... You are at risk for heart attacks and strokes. And that doctor looked at you and said, it'd be better if you took a statin drug to reduce the plaque size and cholesterol levels in your body. Would you think that taking statins that is known to create a new onset of type 2 diabetes, okay, which they just said here, people who take a statin are more likely to develop diabetes than people who don't. So if you're on a statin drug and you're going to develop diabetes, do you think it's better to risk strokes and heart attacks if you do nothing or to take statins that are proven to cause new onset diabetes. And then I want you to ask yourself, what does a diabetic patient look like at the end of their life? And what does a high cholesterol patient look like at the end of their life? There's a big difference between the two of them. A cardiovascular patient, a heart patient, heart disease patient with arteriosclerosis, atherosclerosis still has all their limbs, has all their toes, has all their hands. They also have their vision and they have their kidneys, liver, heart, until it stops. A diabetic, however, the last 20 years of their life, what will it look like? They will develop bed sores. They will develop ulcers on the outside of their body. They will lose their limbs. They will have their legs cut off, their arms cut off. They will go blind. 
their kidneys will fail and their heart will stop. That's what the last 20 years of a diabetic looks like. Is that better visually than dying from a heart attack or stroke? I'd like to ask you. I'll let you decide. I'm sure you know how I feel. Now, there's a disclaimer here on drugs.com about statin drugs, statins and grapefruit juice. Grapefruit juice, they say, increases blood levels of atorvastatin, lovastatin, and simvastatin, which actually increases, they say, the effectiveness of these drugs, but may also increase the risk of side effects. The manufacturer's advice is to avoid drinking grapefruit juice while taking statins. Okay, this is awesome. Grapefruit juice has increases the blood levels of a torvastatin. Do y'all know what a torvastatin is? That is not a drug, by the way. A torvastatin is a hormone the body makes. And the body makes this hormone into reactions from reactions when we eat salt. So as we eat salt, the hormone called a torvastatin starts to rise in your body. Do you know what a, a torvastatin is responsible for? That hormone, it's responsible for keeping the blood vessels in your body flexible and not hardening. So the more salt you eat, the more atorvastatin you have. The more salt you eat, the more pliable and flexible your arteries are. You don't develop arterial sclerosis with more atorvastatin in your body. In fact, that Tel Aviv University study in 2016, they found that individuals who consume 6,000 milligrams of salt every day, upwards of 9,000 milligrams every single day, but a minimum 6,000 milligrams of salt every single day, had the best blood pressure readings in the whole world. This was 500,000 people in 49 countries. They found the best blood pressure was found in those who had the most salt in their diet every single day. But that is not what you're told here in America. They further went on to state that the reason why salt is so beneficial is salt increases in this Tel Aviv University study in 2016. They published that it increases a hormone called atorvastatin, which I just referenced here. And atorvastatin prevents hardening of arteries, which keeps your blood pressure normal and reduces your risk of developing plaque in your arteries. Now, if you're taking a statin drug, the manufacturers of Lipitor tell the MDs to tell their patients Tell them not to drink grapefruit juice while taking this drug. Grapefruit juice increases of atorvastatin. Atorvastatin helps to reverse atherosclerosis. What the drug companies want your MD to tell you is that the only way to fix this is with our drug, when in fact God made a fruit called grapefruits that if you squeezed out the juices, it would do the exact same thing cholesterol drugs would do. That's why they tell the MDs to tell you don't drink grapefruit juice when you take this drug. Why? All your markers are going to get better if you drink the grapefruit juice, which most people are not drinking every single day. So just know God already made something. God already made a statin. It's called grapefruit juice. You don't need a drug. He also made salt. Covered the world with salt, actually. And if you don't think salt's good for mammals, I'd like you to ask yourself, how come every single Farmer and rancher of animals we eat in America, all the mammals we eat, think about them, goats, lamb, sheep, beef, bison. I would like you to ask yourself if salt is bad for mammals, which humans are, all mammals and humans have the exact same organs. All their bodies operate the exact same way. Exactly. 
All the organs function exactly the same. I would like you to ask yourself, if salt is bad for you, why do all farmers, to keep their animals healthy that they're going to butcher so that you can eat them, why do they put salt lick blocks in the pastures of all the animals we eat? The salt prevents the heart disease that could occur in the animals if they didn't lick the salt every day. Mammals need salt. You've been lied to by the medical profession that you don't need salt. You actually need three times more salt every day than what the FDA tells you. And you actually need nine more. You actually need eight more times the amount of salt the American Heart Association tells you. Every human being should be consuming 6,000 to 9,000 milligrams of salt every day. That'll raise your atorvastatin levels. Grapefruit juice also does it on its own, which is phenomenal. All right, to the next drug that everybody's going to be prescribed is Bayer aspirin, the wonder drug, as they call it. Where did we get aspirin? Oh, they found that in a plant. How about that? Then they isolated it, patented it, and packaged it into something called Bayer for you. Now, Bayer owns Monsanto, so now Bayer is making a ton of money off of poisoning all of our food around the world using glyphosate. Thank you, Bayer. You're doing a great job. All right, which glyphosate is also correlated to cause neurological diseases and cardiovascular diseases. All right, let's go through aspirin side effects. It says here, get emergency medical help if you see signs of an allergic reaction to aspirin, including hives, difficulty breathing, swelling of your face, lips, tongue, or throat. That's great. Aspirin may also cause serious side effects. Stop using this medication and call your doctor right away if you have ringing in your ears, confusion, hallucinations, rapid breathing, and seizures. Did you know aspirin causes seizures? I didn't know that. Well, now you do. Don't take aspirin if you have severe nausea, vomiting, or stomach pain. Or Sorry, stop taking aspirin if you develop severe nausea, vomiting, or stomach pain. It also says stop aspirin if you have bloody or tarry stools, coughing up blood or vomit that looks like coffee grounds. <laughs> Thanks, Bayer aspirin. That means they're causing internal bleeding and ulcers in your intestines and esophagus. Aspirin, stop it if you also have fever lasting longer than three days or swelling or pain lasting longer than 10 days. Common side effects include upset stomach, heartburn, drowsiness, and and a mild headache. Now, the next set of drugs they're going to prescribe for arteriosclerosis and atherosclerosis, all of you have heard of these. They're called ACE inhibitors for high blood pressure. So as the arteries harden, supposedly the pressure inside the vessel is increasing because it's not flexible anymore. It's hardened like a steel pipe. All right, so... The drugs they primarily prescribe end with the abbreviation PRIL. So, for example, Captopril, Enalapril, and the all-too-well-known Lisinopril. All right, so I don't know if y'all got y'all know this, but on the World Economic Forum's website right now, there's a, a an article titled, These Life-Saving Drugs Are Made From Deadly Venom. I'm actually reading it right now. And underneath the section titled, Venom as a Medicine, it actually says, Captopril is an ACE inhibitor drug, a type of drug used to treat high blood pressure and improve survival and reduce the risk of heart failure after a heart attack. Its main component in Captopril is derived from the species of pit viper snake found in Brazil called the Jiracus viper. Did y'all know that all ACE inhibitor drugs ending with the abbreviation PRIL, lisinopril, captopril, and allopril are all made from snake venom? And you know that snake venom causes cancer in 100% of all people that swallow it for any length of time. So you should probably stop it. I would like to make a note here, too, that the World Economic Forum said that there's a drug also called Prealt, which is made, for, made from cone snail venoms called conotoxins, of which 
There were 15 different cone snail venoms in the ocean found in the blood and feces of COVID-19 patients. Prealt, derived from the venom of cone snails, is used by some of the estimated 22 million adults in the U.S. who suffer from severe and chronic pain. Can you believe that? Cone snail venom. So ridiculous. Lisinopril side effects. It can cause difficulty breathing, hives. It can create a lightheaded feeling, high blood pressure, kidney problems, low white blood cell count, so it destroys your immune system. Did you know lisinopril suppresses your immune system? Makes you sick. Makes you catch everything on earth. Kidney problems, liver problems, headache, low blood pressure, and chest pain. Mm. I thought chest pain was a sign of heart disease. I thought lisinopril was to help prevent it. Ugh. What about Plavix? Plavix is another one. Plavix. Check this out. It can cause bleeding, it says. Very first warning. Plavix increases your risk of bleeding, which can be severe or life-threatening. <laughs> All right. I think we can stop there. Everyone can stop the drugs. Tell your, Ask your doctor if heart disease, death, aller allergic reactions are right for you. We'll be right back after these messages. When God, through his grace and mercy, gave us free will, the will of the people was to live freely. To that end, we fight for the liberty of all at a time when global tyranny threatens us as never before in mankind's history. This vision is manifest at AmericaOutloud.news, a site for all who cherish free will and freedom. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio, liberty and justice for all. Who's got time for a nasal invasion messing up your lifestyle? Crush those nasties before they become a problem. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order with the coupon code OUTLOUD, you'll receive 20% off the entire purchase. Go to americaoutloud.shop. That's americaoutloud.shop and use coupon code OUTLOUD. Use Cofix RX because it works. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Lifestyle changes are critical, but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients. Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support cholesterol and blood pressure with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow. Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD for 25% off. All right, everybody, we're back. Healers, hope you're enjoying this. Share it far and wide with all those you love. I love warning everybody about what are the impending doom caused by poisoning yourself with drugs. So crazy that we're still in this world. It's amazing how many people still fall for this stuff. All right, let's continue. This whole segment's going to be about the natural published cures for atherosclerosis and arteriosclerosis because there are many. Ready? We're going to get into it. All right, so there's a study actually out of uh, – it's on sciencedirect.com. It's actually titled Magnesium Intake is inversely associated with coronary artery calcification. So calcification is calcium building up in the arteries of your neck called the carotid arteries. And magnesium supplemented actually ends up with less people developing coronary artery disease. 
arterial sclerosis. So magnesium has been proven to reverse it. Their conclusions of the study are in community dwelling participants, we're talking assisted living, apartment complexes, nursing homes, rehab centers, where there's groups of people in community dwelling participants free of cardiovascular disease, self-reported magnesium intake was inversely associated with arterial calcification. So they went to groups of people who did not have uh, heart disease. Everybody they tested who actually said they were supplementing magnesium, none of them had arteries that were calcified. And then they state, which has probably contributed to magnesium's protective associations in stroke and fatal coronary heart disease. So at the doctorartistshow.com, we have what's called uh, magnesium complex. It's three different forms of magnesium. It's what I take every single day. You don't have to use this magnesium. I'm just telling you, I carry it. And that's why I carry it. It's called magnesium complex. All right. Now, vitamin D is the next one we're going to talk about. We're talking about arteriosclerosis and heart disease and how to reverse it. In the Journal of Cardiovascular Disease, there's an article from 2021 titled The Effect of Vitamin D on Coronary Atherosclerosis. So what did they find with vitamin D? This is what they found. Our results support the cardioprotective effects of vitamin D supplementation and are in line with a large trial of 11,000 patients in which vitamin D deficiency, so low vitamin D, was associated with several cardiovascular-related diseases, including, so low vitamin D was correlated to causing hypertension, high blood pressure, coronary artery disease, hardening of your arteries, cardiomyopathy, enlargement of your heart, and diabetes. So don't forget your vitamin D. Don't forget your sun. If you need vitamin D, we've got vitamin D3 at thedrartistshow.com. The, D-R-A-R-D-I-S show.com. If you want it. Also, 20 minutes in the sun, but most of your body needs to be exposed to the sun. So if you got a backyard with a high fence, go back there and get naked. It's to sit in the sun for 20 minutes. Or get down to your whitey tidies and lay out there. Unless you're a woman and you don't wear whitey, whitey tidies, then, you know, go in whatever else you're going to wear. Take a robe out there and open it up and lay there on the bench and face the sun for 20 minutes a day. All right. Now, there's a study from 2017 in the journal called Nutrients. They published that atherosclerosis is prevented by dietary supplements that include Google extract. Now, Google is G-U-G-G-A-L. Sorry, G-U-G-G-U-L. This happens to come from a tree in India, by the way. It's a sap. And what did they find? They found that Google resin extract prevents atherosclerosis. Now, the Google extract, if you can't find it online, I'm just going to explain to you the next several herbs and minerals that I'm about to share research studies with that proved once and for all that nature wins at preventing and reversing heart disease and hardening of your arteries. The next five or six, I'm sorry, the next four ingredients I'm going to go over, minerals and vitamins and amino acids that are proven to reverse arteriosclerosis happen to be in one singular product I have at thedrartistshow.com, which was designed specifically for cardiovascular concerned individuals. In 2023, so Google resin extract, don't forget that one, that's the first one. Then there's an herb called bromelain. Actually, it's a uh, enzyme called bromelain. Bromelain is found inside of pineapples, the stalk of a pineapple. Bromelain in 2023 in Antioxidants Journal online, they published bromelain 
ameliorates atherosclerosis. Bromelain ameliorates atherosclerosis. What does ameliorate mean? It means it dissolves it and reverses it. Bromelain does it. They, they found in the conclusion of their study, this is in 2023 actually, they published, our study reveals a new molecular mechanism underlying the protective effects of bromelain on atherosclerosis. In the medical journal called Archives of Medical Science in 2008 is a study titled The Influence of Dietary Supplementation with Methionine on the Disease Process Changes in Rabbits' Organs in Experimental Atherosclerosis Rabbits. So they have rabbits that they created through diet and medicines and chemicals, atherosclerosis. Now, this is important. If they know they can make a rabbit develop atherosclerosis, guess what they can know they can do to a human? Every single study done on animals is done on animals before humans because all animals have the same exact organs as humans do. And they publish in the literature, we study animals first because every human will develop the same disease processes at the same exact frequencies that these animals do for the exact same reasons. So the diseases they create in animals, they know they can create them in humans. So this is a study in 2008 where they made rabbits, atherosclerotic, atherosclerotic rabbits. And then they decided to give them supplements with methionine. Methionine. In conclusion, they said it was found that the dose of methionine used in the experiment inhibited the atherogenesis process, as well as the regressive changes in livers and kidneys. Methionine did that. It reversed the damage to the kidneys and liver from atherosclerosis and reversed the atherosclerosis. And then they write in 2008, it could be expected that a diet enriched with methionine can restore the lipid profile, cholesterol profile, or bring about the regression of atherosclerotic changes in a human. Oh, really? The next product is N-acetylcysteine, and this is found in Molecular Medicine Reports 2021. N-acetylcysteine, they write, inhibits atherosclerosis. Now, NAC was a big hot topic during COVID. It has been for me, too, ever since the COVID-19 vaccines. I found that the researchers put snake venom inside their shots uh, that same snake venom component called snake venom phosphodiesterase they publish is destroyed by NAC. So I've talked about NAC a lot for the last two and a half years. Inside this study in 2021, they published that NAC treatment in the drinking water for 12 weeks decreased the size of the atherosclerotic lesions. Now, it reversed calcium buildup in the arteries of the neck of these animals. In 12 weeks. Now, I don't know about you, but have you heard that they put fluoride in our water, which is a known cancer-causing agent in all our water in America and around the world? Imagine. What would it be like if they put NAC in our water? I mean, they just fed these rats or animals, mice, whatever. They fed them NAC in water, and it reversed and decreased the size of their atherosclerotic lesions in their arteries and veins in 12 weeks or less. That's less than three months. How fast did your cardiovascular doctor or medical doctor tell you you could reverse your atherosclerosis? They didn't. They didn't say you could reverse it because they don't know you can't. They don't read these papers. They are the most ignorant humans in their profession ever. Most of them. They continue in this thing that NAC can offer protection against atherosclerotic development. Period. End of statement. NAC offers protection against atherosclerotic development. Well, that's amazing. 
at the doctorartistshow.com. I just went through four research studies proving they could reverse atherosclerotic lesions, arterial sclerosis in animals and humans. So these ingredients were Google resin extract, bromelain, methionine, and N-acetylcysteine. If you go to the doctorartistshow.com, there happens to be a product I developed four years ago or so. It's called Cardio Flow. It supports healthy hearts, obviously. The first four ingredients in that actual supplements facts panel and that product are Google extract, bromelain, methionine, and uh, N-acetylcysteine. And by weight, they make up the majority of the volume of the product. So if you struggle with atherosclerosis or arteriosclerosis, you might want to buy Cardio Flow. It's all in one. Just take it. I would recommend two in the morning, two in the evening, personally, for anybody who has those conditions. All right, now we're going to continue here. There's other natural compounds. There's about six of them that I'm about to rattle off, and they happen to be in my product that Dr. Ed Group and Global Healing made to assist me to help people around the world. It's called Foreign Protein Cleanse. All right, so inside Foreign Protein Cleanse are these six ingredients that I have individual research papers for in the last 15 years that they could cure atherosclerosis and hardening of your arteries. All right. So in food and nutrition research documents in 2016, they did a study with licorice root extract. And this is the, this is actually the title of their, their article. Anti-atherosclerotic effects. So reversing atherosclerotic effects of licorice root extract supplementation. And they studied this against hypercholesterol, increased cholesterol patients. And they found that it decreased the enlargement of the blood vessels. Remember, your blood vessels thicken before pla with plaque inside the vessels that eventually will rupture, and now clotting will start. So they found licorice root all by itself decreased the thickening of our arteries and blood vessels. They also found that it reduced cholesterol levels in the blood and decreased blood pressure. Isn't that amazing? The conclusions were, if these individuals, these are humans, took and supplemented licorice root for one year, I'm going to read this quote to you. Following one year of licorice consumption, the average thickness of their blood vessels was reversed. Total cholesterol, LDL levels, and blood pressure were decreased. This suggests that licorice may attenuate or stop the development of atherosclerosis and of related cardiovascular diseases. In the journal Arteriosclerosis, Thrombosis in vascular biology, this means hardening of your arteries, blood clots, and vascular biology veins. They have an abstract 346. The title reads, Artemisinin reduces atherosclerosis in fat-deficient mice. Sorry, that's not how it reads. Artemisinin reduces atherosclerosis in apolipoprotein E-deficient mice. Okay, forget about the apolipoprotein E-deficient mice, artemisinin reduces arteriosclerosis. The very first sentence in this paper reads, our objective, artemisinin is a sesquiterpene lactone endoperoxide isolated from the traditional Chinese herb called sweet wormwood. So this is from wormwood. Wormwood's the herb, and inside of it is a compound called artemisinin. So they're studying this against atherosclerosis. Now, wormwood behaves like ivermectin that most people know about now. All right, so conclusions are artemisinin attenuated the development of atherosclerosis in high-fat diet-fed APOE-deficient mice. 
accompanied by lower abundance of inflammatory responses. Artemisinin attenuated the development of atherosclerosis. Has your medical doctor told you that licorice root could reverse that? And I'm not talking about Twizzlers. I'm talking about licorice root, the plant. So licorice root will help you reverse atherosclerosis, which is amazing. And then the first thing we talked about was uh, licorice root. All right, so licorice root, artemisinin, and wormwood. And now let's talk about spices. Inside the journal called Nutrients in 2018, they have an article titled Spices and Atherosclerosis. And what are they talking about? Cinnamon. Cinnamon was found to inhibit the atherosclerosis process. Holy crap, did you know that? Additionally, cinnamon aqueous extract inhibited the expressions of something called CD36, which is, I'm quoting, which is evidence of its potential in preventing atherosclerotic coronary vascular disease. Wow. How many of you knew cinnamon did that? And I didn't say cinnamon toast crunch or cinnamon rolls. I said cinnamon. All right. So cinnamon helps to reverse atherosclerosis. When you're being told only statin drugs, aspirin, and Plavix, and lisinopril can do it, which is not true. They just don't know this stuff. They're too busy, and they're lied to in school. All right. In the Indian Journal of Traditional Knowledge, they have an article titled Natural Remedies for Heart Disease, and this was published in July of 2006. What did they write? They wrote that macunapurines, which is a plant, exhibited efficacy in heart disease and diabetes, and they discovered that macunapurines inhibited lipid peroxidation, a factor in free radical damage in heart disease. Isn't that great? It helps manage lipids in your blood which they call cholesterol. And this was the doses they found. 200 milligrams for every 2.2 pounds of body weight exerted maximum anti-high blood sugar effects after six weeks. After six weeks of 200 milligrams, it reversed the blood sugar. Macunapurines did all by itself. So don't forget, if you have a loved one with high blood sugar, if they haven't tried macunapurines, you might want to try it. Now, in the conclusions of this same study about macunapurines out of India, they also publish in the in the conclusion that there are plants such as Arju, Arjuna, garlic, cinnamon, and their formulations are very useful in treating heart disease. And then the very next statement is, Guga extract has been shown to be best combination for treatment of ischemic heart diseases. That's in the, our CardioFlow product I just introduced a second ago. The next study comes from Frontiers in Physiology. This is from 2021. There's an herb called lemon balm. It's its science name is called Melissa officinalis. And there's an article titled Melissa officinalis, otherwise known as lemon balm, as a nutritional strategy for cardio protection. Inside their summary, they write, for centuries, lemon balm has been traditionally used as a remedy for memory, cognition, anxiety, depression, and heart palpitations. Several beneficial cardiovascular effects of lemon balm in the form of extracts, essential oil, isolated compounds have been confirmed in animal studies to be anti-arrhythmic, changing your arrhythmias in your heart's beating. They reverse cancer, hypotensive, lower blood pressure. They relax the blood vessels and they actually reduce sizes of injuries in the heart from a heart attack. The next study is from Molecules. Molecules is 2021. This is about curcumin as a natural remedy. The title of the article is Curcumin as a Natural Remedy for Atherosclerosis. <laughs> That's turmeric, another name for that. Substantial, they say, experimental evidence. Substantial experimental evidence suggests that curcumin prevents the inside of your blood vessels dysfunction, smooth muscle cell proliferation and migration, 
uh, and it improves cardiovascular disease outcomes. Curcumin also counteracts inflammatory responses, supporting its potential application in atherosclerosis treatment. Inside of the product form protein cleanse at the drardishow.com, the D-R-A-R-D-I-S show.com. I couldn't have made this easier for you. I made this to clear the body of venomous spike proteins for COVID patients. Five of the first, sorry, six of the first seven ingredients are organic licorice root, organic wormwood known as artemisinin, cinnamon cassia, macuna purines, organic lemon balm, and turmeric all of which I just ran through studies are absolutely published to have substantial impact at reversing heart disease, arteriosclerosis, and atherosclerosis. The power to heal is in your hands. We created these great formulations. You have a great radio show. Please tune in Monday through Friday for more looking for healing radio. This is the end of this. Remember cardio flow, vitamin D3, magnesium, and foreign protein cleanse. You can all find it at the drartistshow.com and support Energetic Health Institute and Global Healing. We love you. We will see you tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time here at America Out Loud Radio Network. Uh, we will see you tomorrow. God bless.